Hi, and welcome to episode number 46 of Lisa's WDW Podcast. In today's episode, I'll be doing a dining review of the Edison Restaurant at Disney Springs. Thanks again for tuning into today's episode. Before I get into my review of the Edison, I first want to remind everyone to give me a follow on social media. I am on Twitter and Instagram at Lisa's WDW Podcast. Also, if you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher. That would be very much appreciated. And also, you can always check out my website, which also has a blog I post on that links to my Twitter and Instagram, which is lisaswdwpodcast.wordpress.com. Alrighty, now that I mentioned all that, let's go ahead and get into the dining review of the Edison. Now, the Edison is a restaurant I've been really excited about. Um, I remember maybe like a year or two ago when I heard they first announced it, just the theming of it sounded really cool to me and I couldn't wait for this to open. Um, we were able to go eat at the Edison our, in our last trip. We were there in the beginning of May. Now, I know they've been talking about this was a restaurant that they kept saying was going to open, was going to open, and then it finally opened um, more recently, I know when we were there on our trip at the end of like August, beginning of September, I was really hoping it was going to be open by then, but it wasn't. But I was so excited that this trip, we were finally going to be able to give it a try. Now, the Edison is located at Disney Springs. It is a table service restaurant. It is, um, if you're in the Disney dining plan, one table service credit. It is open for both lunch and dinner. Now, what makes this spot a little unique is after 10 p.m., it kind of becomes like a nightclub. So you have to be 21 years or older to be able to enter. They also have a dress code for men. Like you can't wear flip-flops or cut-off shirts or like baseball caps. And this is after 10 p.m. at night. And they have a lot of more entertainment than at night, too. Um, I had asked when we were there kind of about what entertainment they had. And the waiter had mentioned on the weekends they have entertainment. They have aerialists, contortionists. Sometimes they'll have cabaret, a DJ, live music. So that's kind of a real kind of cool thing that makes it more unique than some of the other restaurants, you know, on Disney property and, and in Disney Springs. So when getting a reservation for this restaurant, it wasn't too tricky to get. I was able to get the time we wanted. I believe our reservation was at 7.45. I was looking to go a little later in the evening. Um, And it wasn't too tricky. I mean, again, it wasn't the most easiest reservation. It wasn't as easy as Beer Garden, which is the last uh, dining review I did in the last podcast episode. Um, But... Again, was able to get the reservation I was looking for, and I was super excited to try this restaurant. So when we got there, we were lucky we checked in right away, and we didn't have any wait as far as getting to our table. We were seated right away. So to kind of let you in on what the theming is for this restaurant, it's supposed to be designed to look like a 1920s electric company. It has very much kind of also like a industrial look obviously um and very like almost a little bit steampunk too you could see it kind of reminds me in certain ways of um toothsome's chocolate emporium over at universal 
Studios in City Walk. My husband and I did that like a year, a year and a half ago. We ate at that restaurant, which we really enjoyed. And I kind of got some of the same theming from it. It definitely has that industrial look, but very, very cool. I very much liked the atmosphere of this restaurant. And also it has, we were seated, there's um, I think two floors and we were seated on the second floor and where we were seated overlooked the bar and the dining area below. And they have a bunch of TV screens all over and they're showing like old black and white shorts and like movies. Some of them are kind of weird. Every once in a while I'd watch it for a little bit and be like, this is kind of like odd, but it was kind of cool and, you know, different to see. And then also in the nights where they do have entertainment where we were seated right to the left of us is where the aerialist would be. You could see like the kind of cube looking thing that she would sit on. So that was kind of really cool, I bet, especially a little later when they would have entertainment to be at that restaurant. But we were there on a weeknight and it was before, you know, 10. So it wasn't really any entertainment going on, but still really enjoyable as far as the atmosphere. They also had music playing, um, you know, in the background, not live music, but music. And some of it was, you know, 1920s music, but not all of it was. They had um, Nat King Cole and like Frank Sinatra. So they played, you know, some 1920s, but also some um, more 40s and 50s music. But I very much enjoyed it. Just the atmosphere was kind of, just thought, really cool. They did have um, inventors going around or these people dressed up as inventors who would be showing you these inventions that they made. Now, no one came around to us. We did see people walking around, but during our dining time there, we never saw anyone come up to like our table, which was fine. That wasn't something I was like, you know, especially looking forward to, but it's kind of cool depending on where you are. In the dining room, and probably on most nights, I think you would see someone, but that may have a lot of factors in whether that's the case. But they do have that kind of, as in the same at Tootsums, when we ate there, they had people walking around. So it's kind of a cool, you know, theming and uniqueness to it that you wouldn't get at eating at like just a regular restaurant. All right, so on to the food. As you can tell, I love the atmosphere, but on to the food. So we decided, though we... We're on the Disney dining plan and did use a table service credit for this. We ended up getting, um, when you're on the Disney dining plan with just the regular Disney dining plan, you get a meal and then a dessert. But we decided as well with this, we were going to get um, an appetizer. So we got the clothesline candied bacon, which is $15. And it literally comes out as it ends up being four pieces of bacon. They're pretty thick cut bacon on like a clothesline with clothespins like holding them up. And then you get a dipping sauce, which I thought was really tasty. It had like this maple, just like sweet taste to it. And it was really good. And then they also give you a couple of little like sliced pickles too. Now I... You would think $14 or $15 for four pieces of bacon is like a little expensive, but I really did enjoy it. It was just very kind of unique. I mean, usually you don't see that at a restaurant, so I enjoyed it. And even though it was $15 for four pieces of bacon, I would get it again. Um, so I definitely recommend giving it a try because it's kind of a different appetizer to get. Now, as far as drinks, um, my husband just got a water. I did get a cocktail, but I can't remember what type it was. It was pink. 
It was very tasty. I usually always look for something that is fruity, but also like strong. And this was both. And it was really delicious. I think I had like one or two of them, but they were really good. And if I could see it on the menu again and figure out what it was, I would definitely reorder it. And the nice part too I found about like our reservation was, or our meal I should say, was they didn't bring the food out too quickly. Like we had time to eat our appetizer and then we had a little break before dinner came. I hate sometimes how you get your appetizer and your entree at like the same time. Like I hate that rushed feeling. And I didn't get the rushed feeling at all. Now also this was, I'll have to say, like either it was, a, I think it was a Tuesday night we went. So the restaurant wasn't as busy as say it would be on like a Friday night. So I mean that probably was a factor too. But I liked how there was kind of a break in between um, the different courses. For our entree, I got the jumbo lump crab cake, which was $34, and that was two pieces of crab cake, like two lumps of crab cake, and it came with green papaya mango salad and a grain mustard sauce. This I really enjoyed. Um, I liked it because it wasn't too heavy. Sometimes I feel like meals can be so heavy if you get a big pasta dish or some of the big burgers. Um, so I wanted something that would be a little lighter, but it was still really good because I also wanted to save room because I wanted to get dessert um, as well. And I usually don't do like an appetizer, an entree, and dessert. So I wanted to kind of make sure I wasn't too full. And I liked it. I mean, the crab, me, the crab cake was delicious. It was something I would definitely order again. It wasn't the cheapest item on the menu, but I really did enjoy it. Some other items on the menu that you can get is they have like a chicken, they have a Scottish salmon, a prime rib, beer battered fish and chip. Now they have a Coney Island diner dog, pulled pork sandwich, meatloaf and gravy, a grilled cheese sandwich, which was something I did think about getting with a tomato soup. And then they have a barbecue sirloin steak tips um, as well. So there's many different options. I like... Um, seafood more than I like usually any type of meat so jumbo lump crab cake was definitely the choice for me and I'm happy I got that and probably if I would go back again I probably would get the same thing or I would try what my husband got which was the Edison burger now the Edison burger was $19 and this is a signature beef blend of sirloin short rib brisket sharp cheddar onion rings smoked bacon house made pickles with that lettuce tomato and served with uh fries and they were like a steak fry now my husband rated that he would say it's like an eight out of ten he said it was you know good it was a and it was a big burger so it was definitely filling and it came with steak fries now he wasn't a big fan of the fries he said that'd be more like a five out of ten it just wasn't his favorite the type in the seasoning too on it he just didn't like too much but he definitely liked the burger so after we finished our entrees we made sure to make room leave some room I should say for dessert now for dessert I ended up getting the great big rocky road shake which says now and I'm looking at the menu uh, dessert for two I'm not sure if it always was a dessert for two because I when I got it I don't know if I realized that but I love rocky road so I got it and this was $16 and it is uh, chocolate gelato with white chocolate drizzle cinnamon chili spice chocolate syrup whipped cream candied almonds marshmallows and chocolate chips 
and it was amazing. First of all, it was, I mean, it really is a dessert for two because it came out in one of those like really large like beaker cups. If you remember those from like science class when you're a kid, it was like ginormous and it came with two straws and it was like super chocolatey. Like if you were craving something chocolatey, this is like super chocolatey. I mean, way too much for one person. I think even two people to have that whole thing, you'd be like in a sugar coma afterwards. But it was. I only had a little bit of it. But it was amazing. So if you're really craving something chocolatey, that is definitely a go-to. And I love like chocolate. I love marshmallows with the almonds and all that. Oh, it was just, it was amazing. I would rate that like a... 10 out of 10 out of desserts. It was awesome. And my husband ended up getting, of course we shared, but he ended up getting the Casey's Apple Cobbler, and that is $12. And it's spiced and roasted apples with a ginger oat crumble with a vanilla bean gelato. And he said that would be like, you know, a 10 out of 10 as far as desserts. Um, he really enjoyed it. And we usually get like an apple cobbler. That's kind of a common dessert we'll get. And it was so good. I tried some of that too. And it was just delicious. And even though that wasn't a dessert for two, it still was a really big portion. Like in my book, you could definitely split that between two people. Like even three people could easily have that dessert. Because um, it was very large portions. Mostly everything as far as our entree the Edison burger was a large portion. The desserts were a large portion. Mine was probably a more, like I think a good portion for me. And then the bacon really wasn't a large portion. But they do have some larger portion um, like options there. Now some of the other desserts they offered was like our Rocky Road shake. There's a black cherry cream shake. They had a mousse cake, a key lime brulee. I'm not a key lime fan otherwise i probably would have gotten that because i love creme brulee they have a banana split and they have this lollipop pop tree which i thought about getting i've seen other videos of this this is another dessert for two and they have these different lollipops like cake pops i should say that have like there's a cheese uh cake one there's a bubble gum like flavored one like i believe or it has bubblegum whipped cream on it. Something to do with bubblegum. And it seemed different. But the Rocky Road shake seemed even better. So I went with that option. And as far as the servers. I mean I have no complaints. We were seated right away by the hostess. Our waitress was great. She got us waters. Um, I were able to get our food. She took our order. She was attentive. We also had other people, you know, helping as far as delivering the food and they were very attentive. So I had no complaints um, regarding, you know, the wait staff and servers and such. So overall, this restaurant probably is, oh, well, not probably is, is one of my favorite restaurants I've eaten at at like Walt Disney World. I, my husband and I recently were talking about like how would you rank your favorite restaurants at Disney if you had to do on like a five star system what restaurants would you give five stars to now I pretty much have liked almost all of the places I've eaten at at like on Disney World property but I'm, most of them I would rank either four or four and a half there's only two places I would rank as far as like five stars as restaurants one would be Ohana over at the Polynesian we and that would be for dinner we've eaten there twice now for dinner and i absolutely love it and the second would be edison and edison more i mean 
Ohana is definitely almost, because I, I do love the poly, but I love that food. I mean, that lo mein is, like, amazing. And the, just the food so good. Um, with Edison, the food is a factor in what I love, but also the atmosphere. Just that ambiance, the music, and that kind of industrial look to it. But also, like, almost like an elegance with the music that they're playing. You know, the Sinatra, Nat King Cole, 1920s. Just the, the whole look of it. And then a lot of the servers were dressed up as, like, and like little flapper outfits. It was just very fun and unique and not something, you know, you usually see. And other like local restaurants, at least not by me. Um, so I really enjoyed it. This is definitely a place I would recommend. It definitely I liked had more of an adult feel. But when we were there around, you know, seven-ish, there were a bunch of families too. So it is, you know, still kid-friendly. But it was just so cool and a place that I would definitely go back to again. Like Ohana is a place that we now make, you know like to go back to i like to usually not to repeat too many restaurants but try new ones but this is definitely one at disney springs that i would do again because i really really enjoyed my meal and my time there so overall if i haven't said this enough if you're looking for a different place to try at walt disney world you haven't been to before want something a little unique Give the Edison a try. I think you'll really enjoy it. And I would love to hear others' feedback on if they've eaten there, kind of what their experience was and what they thought. So feel free to reach out to me on social media. Again, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Lisa's WDW Podcast. And you could also shoot me an email at Lisa's WDW Podcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And please check back soon for a new episode of Lisa's WDW Podcast.